How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake, episode 38. We're winding down on this season. Got a few more episodes, a couple quick hits. Um, Ask Me Anything, which is always exciting. Get to dive into some of the questions that didn't make the book, which I always really enjoy because I, I hate to forget about it because... The beauty of this is every one of these answers that we talk about, every episode we have is, is a kid's thoughts. It's their dreams, their aspirations, their fears, right? And that episode gives us the opportunity to look at ones that didn't make the book. And uh, pretty cool. Just as special as the ones that made the book, but we get to dive into them. And then, of course, we got our guest speaker as well. Really looking forward to that, Jake. Uh, where you at? What are your thoughts, man? It's fun, Mitch. We we have a blast doing this. Obviously, we get to razz each other and catch up, but we also dive into some deep and meaningful conversations, and and we do that throughout the season, but the end of the seasons are always fun as well, too. We get to dive into some uh, off-the-cuff uh, questions and, and conversations, if you will. So that's always fun, and then to have a guest on as well, too, just to, to gain some insight and a new perspective is always fun for me. Um, but yeah, man, we're here in October. It's it's pretty wild to think that we're two years into this and counting our quick hits, we've had about 50 episodes done right now. So it's it's pretty wild and enjoying the ride, man. Absolutely. Wouldn't want to take it with anyone else. Not anyone else. And this is episode 38. So again, uh, a special thank you to this season's sponsor. They've been huge for us, which is the South Dakota Army National Guard. Uh, today's South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its missions. The mission of the South Dakota Army National Guard is to provide combat capability to the warfight, security for the homeland, and to provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us here at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life, and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day, what is something that people misunderstand about you? And the answer to that question, I am scared. Just darn good at hiding it. Mitch, your initial thoughts. Amen. I mean, that's all I got to say. Isn't that the, isn't that the story? It really for is. For everyone. I mean, isn't that the story for everyone is... We're all hiding something. Um, some may be good, some may be bad, uh, some may be worse than others. But I think um, this characterizes everyone. Everyone that's listening to this. I mean, look at where you at, where you're, where you're coming from. W- what are you, what are you hiding behind that's that's holding you back? What, what are you hiding that's that scares you? I mean, you think about it all the time, nonstop, and you're just good at hiding it and. You also got to ask yourself, what is that doing? What are those thoughts? Are those fears? Are those holding you back? And and what do you need to do? Who do you need to share that with? And and how do you get help to get past it? Yeah, it it is interesting, Mitch. I I think 
the confession itself says, you know, I'm darn good at hiding it. And like you said there, we all are very good at hiding it. And I'm kind of curious if that's, if that's changed or if that's molded over time. I know we talk a lot about um, social media and, and kind of the, the way that, you know, kids are being raised. They're just being raised a little bit different. And that, that changed in our generation and then it changed in the generation before us. But I'm just curious, you know, when did it become so normal and when did it become so obvious that, that kids and, and adults too, you know, adults go through this too, but when did it become the norm to, to, to hide you know, what we're scared of, quote unquote. Well, and I've brought this up on the podcast a handful of times too. It's, it's always been a norm. There just has not been light shed on it before that actually being able to share some of this stuff could help you. They, they've always, we've always hid things, Jake. You talk about parents, grandparents. I mean, I mean, my goodness, they were raised that you deal with your own stuff. Like you don't bring family stuff to wherever that, like that's, that's taken care of in the home and it's always been like that i think now there's some light shed on all of it and what are the benefits of actually bringing that out and talking about it and we're just to the starting stages of that where counseling's now not there's not a black mark on that right there always has been and there still is don't get me wrong but that's what's going on right now it's just there's more light shed on it and now we've got to take the next step and not be embarrassed and not not compare ourselves to to others and just just get the help we need because that's we deserve it you know yeah and i do think that is improving thankfully i i think that that wall or that barrier has been it's being torn down a little bit right um, mental health is is so so important and the more and more facts and more and more science that comes out about it, it's just so crucial for everyone. I think it used to have its stigma. You know, we've talked on that as well before too, but it used to have a stigma. And I think those barriers are finally being brought down, which is, which is great. But at the end of the day, you know, again, kids and adults alike, we're, we're still a little bit scared. There's still that hesitancy to, to, to really open up. And, and that's kind of, you know, one of the, the main goals of our job here at The Little Things, Mitch, is to uncover some of those conversations. And I'm curious, you know, when, when a kid says, I'm darn good at hiding it, I'm, I'm good at hiding that I'm scared, what, what exactly does that look like and, and what can result from, from hiding that? Yeah, well, I mean, what does it look like? I mean, obviously, there's not a glaring look at it because, I mean, they're hiding it and they're good at it, right? But there are some tendencies that, that people can pick up on when people are hiding and, and covering up huge things in their life, huge insecurities, um, faults, um, I mean, just things like that. And you start to see that. Um, people start to withdraw themselves. Uh, there's a higher level of anxiety, low confidence, low self-esteem. I mean, those are things we see as that, yeah, they're good at hiding it, that stuff wears on you, man, and they and they deal with that stuff, and that's initially what it looks like. But yeah, I want to kind of, yeah, I kind of want to turn the dial a little bit because I think we all have heard stories. We know someone. We might know someone that knows someone um, that's either committed suicide, self harm, and we're always like, "What? How, who? 
what you know like you see facebook posts and be like i never would have guessed this in a million years and this is the episode where we talk about that right i mean this is the episode that sheds light on where those people are at when they you know when they do those things when they make those decisions and it's it's a terrible thing but that's where these people are at right now that's where it starts and it is a it is a tough conversation mitch but i think you know again part of our role here is to have these conversations we we talked about it you know earlier this year we we both have lost someone to mental health and i think it's it's interesting because like you said when you hear about it, it's like what like that person was always energetic right they were always smiling they always seemed to light up the room and what i think happens a lot there is is they're they are scared they're hiding what's going on underneath and they're trying to project that they're not they're trying to overcompensate if you will and that's why you see them you know happy and 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 smiling all the time and it's 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 sad it really is but i think it's it's a lot it's a lot bigger it's it is a big issue but i think it's even bigger than what we realize it's it's just there's so many people hiding so many things you know you've been there with certain things mitch i've certainly been there with certain things too and like i said adults go through it um to a to a bad degree as well too just like kids do but um yeah i was just curious you know if it if it looks like something specific and then we try to do this a lot on the podcast mitch and i'm gonna put you on the spot here a little bit but we try and put ourselves in these kids' shoes right and you know you're this kid and you read the question what is misunderstood about you and you write down i am scared i'm just darn good at hiding it like put yourself in this kid's shoes what's going on there mitch well i think it's really easy to put yourself in kids' shoes one because i work with them all the time but two they're not in something like this they're not far off of where we are jake they're just not um i think a lot of times we we separate ourselves and you know we've experienced so many other different things and that we just we know more we're we're more experienced and um in this situation it's not and i think what a lot of the kids are scared of is the unknown and i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of take two avenues here first they're they're scared of the unknown of the future they've not had a lot of transitions in their life some of them are moving i mean you hear seniors all the time like hey what are you doing you'll have some that know exactly what they're doing but they're still scared of what that looks like and and what the process is and you got some people that are terrified and like, I don't know what I want to do. I've had high school seniors that are like, I don't want to go anywhere because I don't know. I'm comfortable right now. You know, I, I'm successful here. I, I have friends. I, I just don't know how that carries over. And we're in the same boat. You know, when you, you get a new job, uh, you get married, you have kids, uh, you move. All of those things are examples of, of unknown to us. And it, it makes us scared it it rises or raises the level of anxiety and we hide it we do and i think they're in the same boat but you look at big transitions like that but a lot of the anxiety too that's is the the unknown of i mean it can get as big as um relationships like how long are these people going to be in my life to something small as i just took a test i don't know how how I'm doing with it but kids don't talk about it because they're afraid of that they're afraid of what's next they don't want to be vulnerable and they hide it and it's all relative just some is bigger than others you know what's interesting about that is is the the fear of the unknown 
truly everything is unknown. Even when we even when we put out a plan, right, and we write step by step what's going to happen. How often in your life have you crumpled up that pan plan and and Kobe'd it into the garbage, right? I, well, I wouldn't say Kobe'd it. I mean, I certainly have. <laughs> uh, ben Wallace, did, hey, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal it. <laughs> Just like I, mean, uh, I think, like Shaq's yeah. free throws. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not a Kobe by any means. But it just you know it it never things I think things always work out, but just never quite the way that we pictured them, right? And that is that that unknown. It's it's that's why I preach so much on in my blogs and in my writing is we have to live for today, right? Because we truly don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We can plan and we can prepare, but we could wake up tomorrow and um it could be completely opposite of what we had planned for. Right. And it's just, that is, that is tough to accept or, or even prepare for as a kid. Um, like you said, you know, even seniors, I, I didn't necessarily have an idea of what I wanted to do either. You know, we went, obviously we went to Dakota Wesleyan and ended up playing basketball, but outside of that, I didn't really have uh, much direction at least right away of where I was going. And that was scary as well too. Now you, you've had your plan set in place and you've pretty much checked off every single box in the entire universe. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's been other boxes that have come and other boxes that have went, you know, at the same time, even for you. So I think it's just interesting that, you know, even as adults, Mitch, like even in our stage in our life right now, like we still, we still are scared of certain things and we still, you know, push things off to the wayside and I'm not scared to admit that because I think a lot of our listeners are in the same boat as well too. I'm just saying that that it it doesn't necessarily change. I think just the the effects and and how big of the things that we're hiding definitely do as as you transition into adulthood. And I want to take this a step further because I think it needs to be. And we have now established on this that it is life scary. A lot of us hide it. But don't don't rest on that. Don't rest on that because it's common doesn't mean it's it's the right thing to do. I think we need to have people in our corner, and we bring this up all the time too. It is okay to hide things from certain people. There's no doubt about it. You don't want to be vulnerable. You don't you don't want to feel insecure. That's fine. But that can't stay like that. You need people in your life where you can share it to and unload to. And when we don't have it, okay, when we, because we've already established on this that everyone does this, right? Everyone hides things. But it's those that continue to hide it and don't get it off their chest and don't have those people in their life to support them and guide them. That becomes the issue. That is when this turns to anxiety and depression and self-harm and addiction. That's when that turns down there is when you don't have those people. That you truly trust. You might have people. You might be married to someone. You might have good friends. But to fully trust those people and to be vulnerable with them and to, to get that off your chest, when you're able to do that, this almost becomes insignificant. Because there's something about being scared and, and being fearful and then taking that next step and then moving forward and conquering it. And if you don't have that support system with you and you don't rely on them and you don't trust them, there's just two different ways completely that this can go. That was well said, Mitch. I, I'm going to piggyback off that with a story to just tie it all around, and then we can move on to the next segment. I think that's interesting. I was on Tim Weidenbach's 
Higher Power Sports uh, Facebook Live on Monday um, for the first time. That was that was great, by the way. I know he's been on there too. He's he's doing a good job traveling around South Dakota. Um, but we were talking, and we were talking a little bit about my story, and you talk about you know holding on to that fear versus having people around you and, and kind of getting it off your chest, if you will. And we were talking about my journey, and I just remember feeling so heavy. Like I feel like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders when I was going through kind of the tough times, you know, between my Colorado and Oklahoma transition. And I remember one day coming to just kind of an acceptance, if you will. And I don't know if that's the right word, but that's the word I used when I was talking with Tim on that show is I came to an acceptance like, okay, I have gone through these times. I made some mistakes. I failed along the way. Um, I probably looked bad. You know, I was scared. I've, I've, I've made all these mistakes, right? I'm going to accept that and change the narrative. I'm going to turn the table, right? I'm going to to improve my life and turn my life around. And I am now accepting of that failure that I went through. I'm accepting that I was scared and I'm accepting that I take, you know, I held everything in, right? And it got me to a bad spot. But when I let go of that, when I started writing and started sharing my story and everything, it, it felt like that weight was lifted off my chest. And then um, to fast forward and to see where that journey is taking me now into all this stuff, it's, it's amazing what opening up does. You know, if you find some people to talk to and you connect with people and you have those deep, meaningful conversations, you feel so much better afterwards. And I think that's important. That's part of our mission here. Like we talk about, Mitch, is furthering those conversations. I think it's important to find those people in your life and, and continue to surround yourself with those people. It's, it's so, so important. One, I think you're just living what we've just been talking about, you know. You've got family and friends that support you and stuff, but you use your writing. You've got your blog. You've got this podcast uh, that that you're vulnerable with. And and we do. We get things off. I mean, you might – there's things that we've been scared of that we've shared on this, and we do hide them, but we're comfortable on this. Uh, We've got a good following that that supports us, and – I think you're just a, a living proof of this working, you utilizing your support system to, to move past it. Well, thanks, Mitch. I, it's, it's been a journey, that's, that's for sure, but I just wanted to reiterate that to the listeners. Is like when you do find those people and when you, when you open up, it, it truly does feel amazing and it really helps. So just to, to circle that point around. But, Mitch, when we, when we talk about this, people are, are hiding things all around us, right? Um, fear is something that we've talked about and we had an episode on in, in season one. Why why is it that, whether it's students or adults, why do people feel like they do need to hide those feelings of being scared, being nervous, um, feeling inferior to others, you might say? I mean, what where are people coming from when they hide those feelings? I think that we put people in categories. I think it's... It's obvious because we judge people, right? When we put people in categories and things happen to us, we we tend to compare ourselves to those departments, those, those areas, those groups that we've made. So when we falter, when we fall, when we struggle, when we need to go get counseling, we put ourselves in that group and characterize that we come up with with terms adjectives that uh, that those groups hold and well that's not me 
or when you're addicted to something and trying to come up with ways so rather than to to fight it and try to overcome it you find ways to justify it to make it not be as bad well i'm not i don't got i'm not them i don't need to go to counseling i'm not that bad and when we do that we haven't really found the true meaning of where we're struggling so we hide it we can't find the true meaning because we're not willing to accept the answers that we need of being scared, nervous, inferior. So instead of characterizing us and, and coming up with an action plan to, to fix that, we hide it because we don't we can't find a rational reason on why we're feeling the way we are. Does that make sense? It does. So just to ask a follow up question, where is it a gray area or at what point do you get to where you feel like you can no longer hide those feelings, right? Because we let things sit inside of us and they boil up, right? Is there, is, do you have a sign or is there a certain point that you get to where you're like, Hey, I've had enough of this. Like how do how do kids or how do adults, anyone listening, how do they, how do they decide when that moment to open up is? Well, one, it's different for everyone. Personalities play a big role in that when they're able to open up. You've got people that don't do this at all because they're able to be open. When kids and adults get to that point, when they're not able to do that, they need they need to make a decision. They need to make a choice that their recovery, their ability to overcome the challenges that lay ahead is more important than what your image is. That's what needs to happen, and it's tough to to tell someone that it's it's got to be a personal decision. But once they make it, that that's what needs to happen. You need to see where you are in life, where you want to go, and evaluate the decisions that you've made. And you have to weigh it. Like, hey, if I do this, like people will view me as this, but that's more important to me. Is, is trying to to go down that path of recovery and mm-hmm. success. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that was well said too. It's 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 coming to that acceptance um, or acknowledgement, if you will, even. Like, hey, I'm really, really struggling. I've been hiding these fears and these insecurities for years now. You know, for example, like if, if a kid or an adult is in that position, like it's almost like taking some time to really slow down. I talk about this a lot, but like really slow down and reflect. Like, like you said, where am I at in life? Where do I want to go? Who's the person that I want to be? Right. And if you actually kind of acknowledge that and, and really slow down and find out kind of where you're at, then it becomes a little bit easier to say, Hey, maybe I do need some help or maybe I do need to talk to someone about this. Right. It's, it's coming to that 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 acceptance of like hey i'm in a bad spot and i don't want to be here anymore i don't like this i don't feel good about where i'm at i need some help right and and that's okay we all come to different points in that and like you said we're all living this this wild ride and we're all going on this different journey we come to it at different points but at some point we all come to it and i think it's important to to know that there's always always light at the end of the tunnel and that's that's with the the conversations that you need to have and with the people you know in your circle like we said well and i think you know that leads right into the next question and kind of circles all around uh, our whole conversation how common is this confession in uh, today's society with our listeners and 
tips to help them uh, overcome it? I think it's super common. I, I think we've touched on that. You know, we live in such a, a highlight-driven society world right now. You know, everyone's kind of living this highlight reel, at least the ones that they share on online. Um, but what I try to, to remember in, in one thing I write about as well too a lot is just keeping it simple, right? At the end of the day, like, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? Like, do I feel good about myself? And if those questions, if I don't like the answers to those questions, I need to do something about it, right? I think it's super common. I don't think it's very common for people to really, you know, again, we're talking about majority, but to really slow down and ask ourselves those tough questions. Cause like you said earlier in the episode, I don't, I don't think we want to know the answers a lot of times, but if we're struggling, we need to ask those questions. We need to find out those answers and we need to better ourselves. So I think it's super common. Um, some tips for me, just, I would just keep things as simple as possible, right? That's what we try to do here, Mitch. Our, our, our podcast is called the little things we need to really slow down identify what's going on and then find people to talk to right we need to open up i've said this many times before but vulnerability is not weakness right it is hard it's hard to open up and tell someone that you're struggling right that's strength you're actually showing strength when you're being vulnerable and asking people for help and i think that's important that would be my tip to, to someone struggling or, or hiding some insecurities or whatever may be going on right now is like there's people that do care about you and they can help. So that'd be my tip. Well, and I'm going to take it a step further and kind of go back to something that I, I really wanted to touch on because we, we talked earlier about how a lot of people are good at hiding things and we just don't and we don't we don't see it and we just assume they're okay. And I got thinking when you were talking about that, uh, social media, and we've brought this up over and over again, you talk about tips to help people, our listeners, and our friends, the people around us to try to overcome it. Don't take for granted what you see initially. You go on social media, and that's where you see it the most, right? When you're looking at pictures and things like that, and you're like, geez, they're doing well, they're they're there have it you know i i saw some article about what depression and mental health looks like they'll take a picture and post it on facebook and 4 hours later they post another picture or just take a selfie or whatever to kind of show the changes and how good people are at hiding it when all you see is pictures that social media is so so deceiving in that sense is that we see the perfect thing, right? People take 55 selfies to get the exact one they like and they put it online. And that's like how everyone sees it. And they don't look more into it. They don't look more into it because they they see this picture, they see this family, you know, smiling and stuff like that. What we need to do is shed that out, right? That's that's the gloss. That's the that's the cover of the book start taking the time to get to know the stories within these people if they're good true friends to you don't just take for granted that hey they they post pictures online and they're smiling most of the time like reach out to these people i think social media gives us a a scapegoat to to not have to do that because we we interact well i liked three of their pictures in the last two weeks so yeah i'm geez i'm I'm right there. And then all of a sudden, when normally we would have sent a, a quick message to, hey, you know, heard 
heard you had a baby you know congrats what a cool deal like you guys are you're gonna be an awesome mom we don't do that anymore because on facebook we say congrats with the 650 other comments that are under it and then that's good enough for us like you don't know where they're at and you don't know how like reaching out individually can help these people move forward because you just don't know where they're at and and it sounds cheesy man but like those little things can impact people i mean it can save lives like i said it might be cheesy but geez i i truly believe in it it's not cheesy mitch that's why we're here right that's why we that's why we started this podcast you know we we got into you know this personal development realm if you will you know with your book and then us talking about podcast episodes and and my writing and it just kind of came to like no the little things make the biggest difference that's not just a cheesy hashtag line right and we talk about social media so much i've said this on a few episodes but comparison is the thief of joy not only are we just consuming people's highlight reels right and yeah saying congratulations in the comments instead of making a phone call like maybe you know the generation before us might have done you know maybe or me we might have done but now we just comment right well what we're also doing at the same time is comparing ourselves to those people right because we see the highlight reel well this person seems like they're on vacation all the time and this person is posting pictures of their family and their kids all the time and they just look so darn happy and i'm just not there why am i not as happy as them right even though they're just again post posting the 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 good stuff you know the gold stuff that's all we're seeing and that's all we're consuming and then we get in a bad spot mentally and we continue to go down this road of, of insecurity and fear as well too so it's just it is it's a snowball effect i can't harp on social media enough i try to to you know really spend time off of it you know I, I post and try to market my stuff but at the same time i have to get away from it i've deleted social media apps for weeks at a time and it is so refreshing I don't know if any of the listeners have done that. I don't know if you've done that before, Mitch, but it is so refreshing to get rid of those apps, I'm telling you. So, no, I thought you made a great point. I think I think really just keep it simple. Like you need to find good people in your circle and you need to get rid of some of the distractions that are helping or hurting, excuse me, hurting your mental health. I think it's it's big time, and I think that was, that was well said. Cool. Well... I think we did her. I think this was uh, good. I, I just, it's it's nice talking through this stuff. That's why we're here, brother. That's why we're here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, always before the end, too, um, we revisit past episodes. We include reviews, questions from our audience. We read a few shout-outs as well, too. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by Certified Financial Planner, Luke Bruns. He's at Northwestern Mutual. Luke has been at Northwestern Mutual since 2009 and strives to protect what matters most to you and your family. For more information or to get a hold of Luke, please contact us here at thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. Mitch, do you happen to have any shout-outs at all? Sure do. Brother-in-law of mine, Evan Verwey, uh, kind of cool, told me a story that he was wearing some merch, merchandise uh, in Sioux Falls, and someone came up and asked him about it and had a good conversation about it and yeah, just even the the title and in in the concepts that we're trying to to get across here is leading to other people that listen having conversations with others. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, and and like we've mentioned too, Mitch, we're working on some other merchandise here too. We hope to have that really, really soon, but uh, very cool shout out there. I have a shout out as well to uh, my friend Gabby Chase here in Sioux Falls. Uh, I saw her this weekend and she asked how the podcast was going. And I guess I had either forgot or didn't realize that she was listening. And she's actually an active listener and, and she takes a lot from our episodes and always takes the time to listen to us here, Mitch. So really appreciate that. Again, Gabby Chase, uh, appreciate you and appreciate the shout out. It's it's always good to hear these things, Mitch, and, and people are tuning in again at different at different, you know, episodes and stuff too, different points along the journey. So it's always good to hear those things. Absolutely. And we do have last comments as well too. Um, those are brought to you by our sponsorship partner, Gray Construction out of Watertown, South Dakota. For over 100 years, Gray Construction Company has specialized in assisting commercial, industrial, and municipal clients with projects from all scopes and sizes. Servicing Watertown, South Dakota and surrounding communities, uh, their team of fully licensed, bonded, and insured contractors deliver a wide range of construction and project management services. Uh, those are ranging from concrete pouring, steel erection, and finished carpentry. Mitch, season four, episode 38 is in the books. Do you have any last comments? Bingo, bango, bongo. Nailed it. It's fun diving into these things and it's kind of cool because we walk through it a little bit before we start and then we we get on here and just go down rabbit holes and you just find things uh you get talking about things um quite a, quite a bit enlightened i should say and it just makes you reflect even more i i always wonder like oh you know is this you know as we continue on with the podcast and we we keep doing it are the same topics coming up and then we we have a conversation it's like holy smokes we weren't even close to talking something like that before in the past 37 episodes it's like let's go right we we're we're uncovering a lot those rapid holes uh really bring out some stories and those will continue to happen as well too um not only with old stories you know that that you and i go through but things that come up brand new too you know um for instance like even just seeing gabby last weekend um you talking to evan it's 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 just interesting and and always fun so we always appreciate that always enjoy uh time with you mitch it's been fun like i said we're we're over two two years in and 50 episodes so uh really really appreciate you my man and uh, excited to continue on in season four yeah thanks boss and uh appreciate you as well and check us out the little things dot mitch and jake at gmail.com uh follow us on facebook uh we've got some good following there uh checking out blueberry and the statistics a lot of downloads it's just it's just cool it's come so far and couldn't thank our uh supporters and our listeners uh anymore so tune in for the next episode the question what is something that is misunderstood about you the answer to that question i am insecure this is mitch and jake signing out this was a special presentation of the little things by mitch and jake for more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.